And it's Geekiest Show Ever, number 24. I am Tim Robertson, joined by David Cohen. Hey, David. Hello, hello, hello. And Guy Searle. Where? Over there. Oh, okay. I'm here. So, uh, yeah, 24 episodes. That's kind of, uh, does it feel like we've been doing it that long? I mean, you got to figure this is an uh, every two-week show, usually. Right, so we're almost on a year anniversary. Right, yeah, we're getting close there. You know, this show was supposed to be recorded last week while we were in San Francisco. We kind of talked about that on the last uh, GSE episode, but yeah, just didn't happen. We were yeah, very it, busy. Yeah, it would have been like the first time uh, we did a live one. Well, together. all together, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, we we actually uh, kind of. Ended up at my hotel room thinking we were going to do it, but yeah. just, you know, we were all kind of jet-lagged at that moment. and uh, cra- Crammed into a very small hotel. Very, very tiny room. So <laughs> I thought we'll just kind of freeform it a little bit today. Uh, we could talk a little bit about our trips, respective trips to San Francisco. Of course, we were there for the yearly Macworld Expo at the Moscone Center. Uh, it was a great show. I had a lot of fun. Uh, I don't want to speak for you guys, but it seemed like a very successful show. Yeah, it seemed to be. Um, it was very busy and uh, had a really good vibe to it, and uh, that's kind of what you want. Yeah, yeah. I, I think uh, I think Paul Kent has a lot to be proud of. You know, to to put together this kind of show. You know, considering the gloom and doom of last year, and to get this many vendors, and most of them, or not most of them, but quite a few of them, signed up like literally at the last moment. It was a uh, it was fun, but of course, going to the expo itself is only Ooh. half the fun. Yeah. It's uh, going out to dinner or standing outside and and just kind of seeing the variety of people that will approach <laughs> you. Yeah, <laughs> asking for you know donations uh, to the charitable cause of their choice. Yeah, and uh, the the sheer human suffering. Uh, that people tend to inflict upon themselves in those situations. Yeah, I was, was going to yeah. say self-inflicted for the most part. But, you know, not all of them are. Not all. Not yeah. all of them. I mean, we saw a guy, we were standing out, um, what was the name of that mall? Uh, Westfield Mall. Westfield Mall. After we yeah, yeah, right just, after dinner. Right after no, that dinner. Was, what, Tuesday night? Our first, no, no, Wednesday night. Uh, Owen was with us, so I think, yeah. no, that was uh, Friday night. Yeah. That was Friday yeah. night. And... Um, Guy comes up and he was in a wheelchair, but it was kind of one of those motorized jobs, and he literally didn't exist from the waist down. Yeah. Which I mean, what what options does that guy have? You you, you kind of got to give that guy money. That's and, right. He was pretty harsh. Yeah, but there's a lot of people out there that's completely able-bodied, and yet for whatever reason. Drugs, alcohol, lifestyle choice, what have you. Yeah, just don't want to work. Just don't want – they don't want to answer to the man. Yeah, the man. The man's evil guy. Or, or like – yeah, like the guy that we saw uh, – what was that? I think it was the very first day. Yeah, you and I had stepped out of the Moscone Center for just a second. And I, I don't even remember what it was we were talking about. It was just some stupid nonsense. And this guy comes walking over. He's like, man, I just spent $25 for my expo pass, and they charged me another dollar for a bag they gave away for free last year. And I, f- I figured, okay, that was the end of the conversation. But no. But the he, madness crept oh up my. in this guy's eyes. Because at yeah. first you think, oh, he's just a little ticked off that he has to spend an extra buck for a bag. Yeah, but that, then no, that was the final straw. You, you see the madness and it didn't in. take long. It was almost instantaneous from sanity to madness. And it, it, Guy and I could have interrupted him at any time and kind of shoot him away. But it was just so darn entertaining. Yeah, it was like, it was like watching a train wreck. You just can't turn away. And, and you know, he starts off talking, oh, California is going to be owned by the Chinese and the East Coast of the United States is, is going to be owned by the European and Union. And, and there was just like all these other segments that were just mixed up into it in, at random and I'm, I'm sure it made perfect sense to him talking a mile a minute by the way yeah yeah never yeah. taking a breath and finally i just you know i, I this went on for how long did that go on Tim? about three to five minutes but it seemed much longer <laughs> yeah and i finally just kind of looked at the guy and said dude it's a bag <laughs> and it just you didn't like, even it, say it like that you went dude it's just a bag <laughs> and the guy just kind of stood there and stared at Guy for a second, and then boom, right back into it. It was funny. 
Yeah, and at that point yeah. we were like, okay, well, we don't have anything. But to this, this here's the this is the point, the David. Madness. This isn't some random homeless guy no. wandering. This this was a a, a show goer. I mean, he yeah. had bought a pass to the MacWorld Expo, and he was very upset that this twenty five dollar pass didn't get him a free bag. <laughs> really odd. Wow. But the, you get, I mean, every every single trade show or kind of corporate event you go to, you always get one or two people who are just there for the free stuff, you know, and they oh, yeah. Yeah. carrier bags and free pens and key rings and, you know, that's all they're there for. Is, it's all about swag. Uh, but yeah, know, but they're going to spend $25 to get a bunch of uh, uh, tents and pens. <laughs> so it's just... Yeah, it's just just what people like to do sometimes. So, of course, Guy and I took the red eye out of um, San Francisco Saturday night. Yeah. Wow. Which, wow. So we decided we were going to upgrade to first class. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, it wasn't expensive. No, but it ended up costing me quite a bit more money. Yeah, well, what happened was I did it first, and I got my tickets. (laughs) And, you know, they have those little self-help kiosks that prints everything up. So then Guy gets his – E-tickets. Guy gets his and he says, well, this says I'm going to Grand Rapids. And I look and I go, ain't that your name is Tim Robertson? <laughs> <laughs> and we, I decided that that was going to be a problem. And so we went and had uh, this lady fix it. And, of course, somehow Guy ended up with my seat, the yeah, one that I originally had. Yeah. You got 4E. 4E. And, but that was funny because you're 4B and I'm 4E and yet we sat right next to each other. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Think, I, don't think, I don't think we exchanged 10 words. That entire flight between the two of us trying to sleep. No, you kept falling asleep standing straight up or sitting straight up. Yeah. and uh, Like 10 minutes. Yeah. We'd sleep for like doze off for 10 minutes, if that. And uh, so if that was it, that would be one thing. But somehow Guy's bag magically gained like 100 pounds. <laughs> I ended up having to spend like $120. 125 well, on, on excess yeah, baggage. On excess baggage, yeah. And that was after. And this is one bag. First class upgrade. The lady's like, uh, yeah, this is – you're over the limit here. And I'm thinking, okay, they're going to charge him like 20 30 bucks. Tops. Yeah, that's right. Plus we had just upgraded to first class. You'd think there'd be some kind yeah. of consideration. But no, she rings up. That'd be 125 bucks, And Guy's face was just like – you're sh- you're shitting me. Well, what, what, and what he goes, have, "What did you have in there? Just everything." You know. Yeah. And the funny part was, she was like, "Well, can you take some of the stuff out of that and put it into you know that that um, carry on the carry on that I had all my tech gear in?" And that you, you saw the inside of that. That was packed as well. I was like, uh, "No, not so much. No, can't really do that. Thanks, anyway." So, for so how much extra, how much extra weight did that hundred twenty dollars represent? I you know what, David. At know. that point, I just didn't care. I was, you know, by the time we got to the airport, um, before we actually went inside, uh, we were we were standing outside, and I was just like falling down yeah. at my feet. I was so ill, and Tim a couple times actually just kind of like tapped me on the shoulder as I was like staring off in the space, and it was like, "You all right, man? You gonna make it?" It's like I don't know. He he was a little white and green. Was yeah. Him. Yellow hues in there as well. It it was ugly. Well, it was it was a it was definitely a we are the world moment. So, <laughs> but we made it through. I mean, you know. yeah. And then my uh, my sec- my connecting flight from Chicago to Grand Rapids was literally twenty five minutes. Which, mm-hmm. I mean, you just get up to to height and then you're coming down again. Yeah. Yep. I kind of yep. like that. Mine wasn't too bad. I guess mine was was almost an hour getting into Akron. And uh, my my friend my friend Dave and his wife Joyce met me, and you know love them both to death. But I almost wish that you know they hadn't shown up because I was feeling so awful. And we ended up we ended up going someplace to get something to eat. And you know by the time I finally got on the road, I was I was feeling so sick. I don't think I drove thirty miles. And I got off the road and got to a hotel and hey, slept for the whole day. Hey David, did you want to talk about the uh, the last night there in which? The guy came up begging you, me, and Owen for money. They, they, this guy was this guy was incredible. I mean, he had some stones. You've got to give him that. The thing is about because uh, obviously I was I was in San Francisco for a bit longer than you guys, and I kind of you know I remember this from last time I was there that the 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 guys panhandling and and running around are kind of you know there a lot of them are real experts at it, 
Uh, and uh, and I told you the, the story that, that, you know, I was watching the Super Bowl on Sunday and they announced that Denny's were going to have free breakfast on Tuesday. <laughs> and there was a Denny's around the corner from the hotel. I thought, that's not going to go well. And sure enough, yeah, Tuesday right across morning, from Mel's. Yeah. Tuesday morning, I'm walking down the street, going to uh, heading to Mel's for my breakfast. And they were queued around the block to get into Denny's, you know, and they're all there with their shopping carts and their towels and um, <laughs> you know, plastic bags full of all their stuff. And I'm that thinking, had to be oh, a real God. horror show. If you were actually, if you you decided to head into Denny's that morning, that would not be a that would not be a fun time. Ugh. But yeah, this we were stood outside this hotel, and this guy came up, and uh, he has this uh, this folder, uh, and kind of opens it up, and he has all these really really bad. They weren't even photocopied; they were kind of like the old. Um, they were photocopies um, of a photocopy. They were like the old, of a photocopy. Yeah, they were like photo stats, weren't they? You know, they yeah. were kind of like they'd been under, looked like they'd been under a really old machine many many times. And he started going on about how he was he was he'd been in prison and he he'd found the Lord and he was with this church and he was collecting for the for the orphans living under the bridge and all this sort of thing. But then he he and he just talked and talked and talked and you really would just want to say you know, with most of these guys you just want to say you know what I'm not interested go just, away uh, you know, go yeah. and find go and find another mark you know. Um, but he just kept on talking and he kept on punch. Uh, uh, tapping you on the shoulder <laughs> I was watching your face Tim and I thought if he does that one more time you're going to take his arm off <laughs> no, I was thinking about it yeah and uh, and yeah but then he then he started launching into all this government stuff and I kind of saw an opening there and I just sort of I, I just said can I just stop you there I said I believe very strongly in a separation of church and state <laughs> oh you're so <laughs> busted uh, <laughs> He didn't so like that. Interested. He did not like it at all. And, and uh, so, of course, the thing is, after spending five minutes accosting us, um, and he really was, was fairly intimidating about it, he just walks down the street and grabs two other guys and starts on them exactly the same spiel. Actually, you started getting a little hot on the guy. You think so? Yeah, because when you said, uh, oh, I, don't, I, I believe in separation of church and state, and he kind of moved towards you and got a little louder, and well, basically I, asking what you meant by that, and you went... I don't have the time nor the inclination to explain it to you. That's right, because, but, but in a clipped English accent. Because the, my, my view of the deal, right, when, if, somebody's, if somebody's panhandling on the street, that, you know what, it's a free country. If, if that's what they, they want to do and that's how they make their money, I don't have a problem with that. But to me, the kind of the unwritten contract of these things is that they, they hit you up and if you say no, then they move on and hit, hit up somebody else. He's, if I if I've kind of indicated to him that I'm not interested in his shtick, him arguing with me is not going to su- suddenly say, you know what, I see the light. Here, have some money. Yeah, yeah. So you know, the conversation at that point is over. So trying to convince me of whatever the crazy stuff he's trying to peddle is 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 just not it's just not going to happen. And, and Owen me, wasn't I, having any of it either. No, Owen wasn't. But the thing is, I could see Owen was going to kind of get into it with him in yeah. terms of you know, let's have a conversation about it because that's the kind of guy Owen is. He kind of enjoys the intellectual tussle he must have you know because he hit you up and then he well he hit owen up first and then he hit you up and i was totally expecting him to ask me and he never bothered well where was i during this uh up in your room oh okay you remember the whole hooker thing oh yeah 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 oh sorry i'll I'll which one which one which one was it (laughs) the twins remember oh the boy or the girl oh wow Well, the show just took a nosedive there, didn't yeah, it? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, a couple of people driving just went, no, let's go to the next uh, show. I might have to unsubscribe to this well, one. You, you remember that? Um, cause, no, cause we don't really want to go down that up, route, do you? No, 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 no. You and I got up a couple times kind of early and stepped outside for a, a couple bit. times? Okay, every morning. And uh, we were outside talking one day, and this guy comes up, and I don't know what his deal was. He started talking about... You know, at first he asked me for a, for a uh, for a smoke, so you know took care of that, and then he starts talking about how he just got out of prison, and he's he's showing me this this like armband that I guess means he's just out of prison or whatever, and I'm just kind of looking at him, going, you know, you got what you asked for, man. You know, now's the time when you just I have no memory of this. Go away. <laughs> you were there. You were there. Well, I didn't say I wasn't. I said I have no memory of this. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I remember the one guy with the coat that you told him you had a coat like that back in the 80s. Oh, yeah, the flag guy. Yeah. <laughs> flag guy. But he wasn't homeless. He was just out of a cigarette. Yeah. Yeah. But it was a good time. We, uh, I mean, that's the thing about trade shows. trade shows, especially in big cities, especially on the West Coast in San Francisco, that 
when you're downtown, you just have to deal with that. And, you know, I've, I've had, I don't want to say, you know, incidents, but I've dealt with that enough times that I can't even remember. I have no memory of dealing with most of them. It's more or less, yeah, okay, here, go away, pal. Um, occasionally I'll give people money. Um, most of the time I won't. So let's, uh, you know, you were talking about separation of church and state, David. Did you ever see the movie yeah. The Invention of Lying? Uh, you know what? It was on the it was on the uh, entertainment system on the way back, but I was so fried that I, you I didn't, you haven't I didn't watched sit down watch it. No. So uh, have you I seen mean, it, guy? No, I haven't. I've heard about it. That was a um, Ricky, Ricky, Ricky Gervais. Gervais. Ricky Gervais. Yeah. yeah, it's it's one of these movies that you guys really should see. It's not really a comedy. Um, the premise is he is the first person in human history, at least modern human history, who's been able to say something that isn't. In other words, lying. But the term lying doesn't come up because there's no such term. And so whatever he says, of course, everyone completely believes him. And when he gains this power, if you will, um, it changes his entire life. And quite honestly, religion is a huge aspect of this movie because since no one's – and this is kind of the controversy of the show. Since no one's ever lied before, there is no religion. Ah, well, that's a quite an interesting concept. It is, because if you can't say anything that isn't, how can there be a religion? Now, I know those who are firm believers say, well, of course, that you could, you believe it, so you say it. Well, somebody yeah, had to come up a with a the concept. There's a difference between having a belief in something or having faith in something and being able to say, you know, with absolute, you know, provable certainty – well, that that's that's why it's called exists. faith. That's why exactly. it's called faith. But my point is that religion does not exist. And the only way it becomes the way it starts in this world is because of him. And it's a very interesting concept. I kind of wish it was more, um, more hilarity to it. That's kind of what I was expecting, but it really wasn't. I, I love the concept, though. I think it's a world that I would love to revisit again in a, another movie. Uh, with someone that's, I don't know, would take the material a little less serious. The, uh, now, he, was, was he also uh, like a one at a time or anything along those lines? What? Is he like the writer or director, or was he just in it? No, it's his. He he wrote it and directed. Yeah, it, it, it's interesting because the way it was trailered was very much the same way as um, uh, as another movie about not being able, about telling the truth, which was uh, Liar Liar with um, Jim Carrey. Yeah. yeah. And the tra- I, I remember watching the trailers and thinking these films are kind of being pitched in the same way. Yep. But you're saying it actually wasn't really that no, sort of comedy at it's, all. it's not at all. It's, in fact, um, th- there's absolutely nothing in common between those two movies right. at all. It's really um, – an atheist view of the world and uh, kind of. It, it's 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 really hard to explain without giving too much away and I don't want to give too much away because you guys haven't yeah. seen it. But so it, there's it's, no possessions and no religion too? <laughs> no religion too. Imagine. So, <laughs> so let's talk about another movie. What have you seen? Oh, Guy, for instance. You've, we talked about this on the last show so I don't really want to get into a whole bunch of it. But you yes. finally saw Avatar. Finally, finally saw Avatar. I was all by myself in a movie theater. <laughs> That's kind of sad. Yeah, at eleven fifty, you know, with my big bucket of popcorn and my my big huge, you know, trash can sized drink. So the uh, the one minute movie review, yay nay. Oh, loved it. Thought it was thought it was spec. You know, I mean, visually it was it was spectacular. Uh, the story itself, which you know, we won't even bother going into. It just there was really nothing new about the story that hadn't been done, you know, a thousand times before in almost any kind of genre that, that you care to name. And most of them better well done. Yeah. Think, as far yeah. as writing goes. But the, the, the mixture between the, the CG and the, the real people and, you know, how they, they set up the whole world was just, I mean, you couldn't take your eyes off the screen because you were afraid you were going to miss something. Yep. Yeah, it was it was yeah. a, it was a great movie. Let's talk about sequels. What movies do you guys would like to see a sequel to? Uh, movies that had sequels that probably shouldn't, but maybe it's time to revisit. I, I'll start it out with I'll say Men in Black. The very first movie, Men in Black, was just fabulous. Yeah. Tommy Lee Jones, Will Smith, Men in Black Two. 
Not so much. No, well, it, it seemed like yeah, it seemed like Men in Black Two was just an excuse to have Men in Black Two, if you know what I'm saying. Well, most movies are like that, to be honest. I mean, well, not always. You know, sometimes it's it's a continuation of a storyline. Sometimes it's set up to be a continuation of a storyline. Sometimes not. Um, for example, um, Back to the Future was was never intended to have sequels, and they added the last two. You know, just because they could, and the first one was so popular, but it was never set up really to have sequels. You didn't remember and, the end of that movie, then? Sure, I remember the end of the movie, but to I mean, be continued. It, no, no, no. That was the second one. The second movie had that. The first movie had that. No, it didn't. The first one, if if it did, they added it in like the DVD release where he comes back and he has to yeah. grab them, and then they he says, well, yeah, he but, says it's, it's your kids, and they go flying off. But I, yeah, I think what the guy's that, saying is is that that was kind of meant to be. Suggest extra adventures without necessarily setting it up for a direct sequel. Exactly. Whereas the next two films were filmed back to back. Yeah, and a, as a matter of fact, you know, and this proves that they never intended to have a sequel. Uh, they didn't have, uh, I, I can't remember her name, the, the girl that played his girlfriend. It was Elizabeth Shue who played it, played it in the first one. In the first one. And, and she, but and she, it, wasn't, it, in, she wasn't in either one of the other two. No, right. that's Because she right, became yeah. a much more popular actress. Yeah. Yeah. And the, sa- the same with uh, the guy that played his dad, who was, who was kind of a fruitcake anyway. What about him? Uh, he refused to allow them to use his images from the first movie in either one of the sequels. And they actually got someone else to play him in some close-up scenes uh, for the second and third movies. He was in those movies, though. No, he wasn't. Yes, he was. Nope. They got somebody else. They got somebody else to play him. Uh, I'll tell you now because I'm looking at. Uh, no, Crispin Glover was. Well, it says Jeff. It says yeah, you're right actually, guy, because it said there's two people played George McFly. Yeah, it says here on Wikipedia, Jeffrey Weissman and Crispin Glover brackets original Bats of the Future footage as George McFly. So he obviously decided he wasn't going to come and do the sequel. Yeah, th- um, and I there was there's a story behind it, and and I'm not sure what it is, but I think it's mostly just that Crispin Glover is is kind of a fruitcake. <laughs> yeah, but uh, did you I, see I, the movie? I mean, where I've, seen him, I've seen him and stuff where he. I mean, I'm, I, don't get me wrong; he's a brilliant actor, but that doesn't mean he can't also be a flake. Oh no, I, I, it, it almost kind of yeah. goes hand in hand nowadays. Yeah, according to the DVD commentary, apparently it was um, the, the salary. It was a salary issue. He just basically okay. wanted too much money. So. And it, and he had a relatively small part in the you know it, or his character had a small part in the next two movies. Now whether that would have been you know expanded if, if Glover had had done the role, you know I mean who can say? But obviously when they had to get somebody else to play his role, they didn't want you to see him too close. So most of the scenes where where they had him in it were were you know kind of either set back or he was much older or you know things where. You know the slight differences in looks could be explained away. Have uh, either one of you guys saw seen Planet Hulk yet? It no, not yet. Right to I have a, DVD. Is that out on iTunes now? Uh, yes. I, I have well, quite a copy of it, but I haven't had time to sit down and watch it yet. Um, the, it it follows. Not, not interested? I'm sorry. Go ahead. It, it follows the comic book series uh, almost perfectly. It, it was there was a, some fundamental changes. Simply because it wouldn't have translated well, but it, mostly it's this it's this comic book series and it's well done. I liked it a lot. Yeah, and you know what this is going to set up, of course, World War Hulk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what I found interesting, though, it's quite obvious that the people doing the animation didn't have all the rights to the Marvel characters. So while you see some of the characters telling him. You know, this is why we're sending you into space. Other ones are very just silhouetted. Uh huh. And I'm okay. wondering how they're going to get Submariner. Did you see Submariner? Uh, no, he wasn't there. Oh, interesting. Uh, Mr. Fantastic is kind of faded out. Um, Iron Man, if I'm not mistaken, is the one telling him, you know, we're kicking you off the planet. Or And you, you see Doctor Strange, but he's a silhouette. It was interesting, though. But you could tell it was him. Yeah, you could tell it was him, but, I, right. you know, legalese-wise, it's, well, it's not him. Uh, and I finally actually watched the entire first season. Uh, I took a long break, but I finally came back and finished the first season of Iron Man Armored Adventures. And I know, Guy, you kind of had a problem with that. You're like, ah, oh, you don't need to reinvent it. But 
Uh, quite honestly, it's a fantastic series. Well, I still haven't gotten around to seeing it. I know. You just gotta you gotta put behind you that this is not Iron Man. This is a a reimagining. Which I honestly, when I was younger, I hated reimaginings. I don't know how you guys felt, but I thought you know what? It's it's great the way it was. Why are you screwing around with something? Right. Um, but I'm at the point now. It's like, well, you know what? If you can make something cool out of this using these characters, I say go for it. It doesn't mean it's canon. It doesn't mean it, it is what it is. It stands on its own. Right. And I think they did a really good job of taking the concept of Iron Man, which let's be honest, most kids can never relate to, no. and made it into something that kids could probably enjoy watching. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, very good, su- strong supporting cast. Uh, the end of the series, the, at least season one, and it has been renewed, uh, was really well done. I was like, hey, well, I didn't see that coming. That was cool. Well, have you heard? Have you heard anything about uh, the Spectacular Spider-Man series? Are they ever going to bring that back? Um, it has been issued, uh, or it has been ordered for a third season. And uh, I, my understanding is, the last thing I heard was that they were writing episodes. So, because that was that was probably the best animated. Spider-Man series that I've ever seen. Uh, closely followed by the one season only of the... Oh, the MTV of one? The M- yeah, that was done really well. I see. I never saw those. Really? It's on DVD. You should go watch them. And it's Peter basically in college. And it follows more along the lines of the movies. Whereas right. the one you're talking about, the Spectacular Spider-Man, really is um, the ultimate universe Spider-Man. He's, more or less, yeah. yeah more or less. It's, he's in high school and... But that's it, again. That's really well done. Yeah, um, I mean they they took the source, you know. And the problem with with most of the superhero cartoons is they they basically take the source material and crap on it because they don't care. Well, but they try every, to fit it into twenty two minutes on screen without yeah. worrying about all the the back history. So they have to jettison a lot of that stuff. It's not just that they take a crap on it. Um, how do you explain Modoc? You have to have an origin story, but yet the origin ha- story has to fit in with the current television series, not the you know thirty-five years of Marvel history that we all know and love. Yeah. So they, and they have to have the origin within five minutes. It can't be the entire episode. So I mean, you know, they have to do that in, to to a certain extent. Well, but on the on, on the other hand, you have you had the spectacular Spider-Man show where there was a long build-up before you had Doc Ock. There was a long build-up before a lot of the villains, and that worked out really well, which was very similar to what Bendis did with with you know Ultimate Spider-Man. But the in the it's nothing like the classic Spider-Man, which by far most people relate to more. They don't really understand. Most people haven't read Ultimate Spider-Man. Most people no. have read the Amazing Spider-Man and going back 35, 40 years. Right. That's right. And so uh, the yeah. the the spectacular Spider-Man. TV show is nothing like that Spider-Man. They've changed everything. Yeah. The, the other problem, of course, with the, with the cartoons is that these things are designed to be syndicated. So you can't have an awful lot of, of show-to-show plot continuity because if if the network decides to, you know, when it's syndicated, decides to show it out of order or um, at different times of the day, then then it, it doesn't really work. Um, and I think I think that kind of constrains some of the the sort of arc type storytelling it has to be any any kind of plot arcs they build into a season have to be really quite simple because otherwise they just don't work across across something that's being kind of shown in the morning you know I, when kids might absolutely it. and but, but they I did mean, just the opposite with the iron man i mean there's very if you watch them out of order some of it's like what wait a minute what about i didn't know hey i mean the, they kind of broke tradition with that and and the uh, spectacular spider-man did as well yeah well, I mean, because they had they had story arcs that you know stories that continued from from one episode to the next in Spectacular Spider-Man, not not to the same extent that they had in the the previous. I think it was on Fox Spider-Man show, which was just horrible, god awful. Yep. But you now, know, one thing I am looking forward to seeing, and, and I haven't seen the trailers for it yet. Is the Crisis on Two Earths Justice League? Oh, I saw the uh, the trailer for it a couple times now. Yeah, it's well, very it similar look? to the comic. Oh, it looks really good. Um, now, I was I was reading that it's kind of based on uh, a 1999 story. I can't remember who wrote it. Yeah, it was an Elseworlds story. Yeah. No, it wasn't Elseworlds. The from what I saw, 
it looked like the Elseworld plot line that I remember reading. It looks good. Now, you know, there if, was a book there was a book written in 1999 called Earth 2. Right. But I think Mark Milner had something to do with it. But that wasn't an Elseworlds world story. That was set in continuity because those same, you know, that same criminal syndicate has popped up in the Justice League over and over again since then. Hmm. With that same sort of storyline. If you want to watch something that's out right now, watch Superman, Batman, Public Enemies. Yeah, that was pretty good. You saw that? Yes, I did. I, I have it. I thought that was well done. Too but short. Here's my problem with these movies. They keep doing it. They're pretending that the series, the Justice League series, didn't happen. And it's like, you know what? A lot of us saw the Justice League. What was wrong with using the actors and the voice actors from that series? Why go well, to your did. way? In, in uh, the, the Superman, Batman one, or at least for Batman, they Batman did. they did, not Superman. Well, they they had a. I mean, you have to remember that in the Superman series they had uh, uh, Tim Daly. Yep. And then when they kind of switched it over and got rid of Superman and Batman and went to Justice League, they had somebody else. Yes. And I don't know. I don't remember who they had in in uh, the. But the again, movie. I think all of that goes back to kind of what I was saying before about continuity. These these movies are designed to be kind of standalone director video features. Uh, and they don't want to have to set it up so that if you want to watch one of these movies and get the most out of them, you have to you have to watch a pile of other stuff. Because the way that people buy these things is, you know, they'll buy them for a, a friend or the kid on this side and the other. They see them in the in the uh, in Walmart, something like that, and they don't want to have all this baggage hanging off these these films. So I, I think they're taking deliberate deliberate attempts to kind of break continuity with other stuff so that you don't have to know what's going on. Now tell me this, is the uh, Wonder Woman animated movie any good? Has anybody seen it? No, I haven't seen it. I've no, got it and it. I've had it since it came out and I just haven't watched it yet. And it's not because it's a female superhero. I just think Wonder Woman is an extremely boring character. Yeah, I wouldn't disagree with that. It's funny it's funny you were talking before about kind of rebooting and resetting characters. Wonder Woman is the one character who doesn't really kind of get messed with whenever they whenever they bring and her into it. It's the one they things. should. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Because you know it's it's very I think I think the concept of of her coming from from Amazon's Lost in the Forest or on a secret island and everything is is very dated it's it's very much of its time and it really could do with like a good reboot and a, and a good modernization. And and what woman could really or or what young girl could really relate to that? Relate, yeah. You know, yeah. by the time they're able to read one woman or watch a cartoon, they know they're not some you know a girl that was adopted off of Amazonia or whatever the hell it is. Um, <laughs> why not reboot Wonder Woman in more of a not necessarily the the super dark Batman thing, but something similar to that? You know, a, a girl who, and you know, she really doesn't even need superpower. She doesn't need to be super strong or anything. No. Um, and and but here's my problem with Wonder Woman. It's just a god awful outfit. Just god awful. It depends on what attributes of hers you enjoy. <laughs> As a vigilante, it's just horrible. Yeah, and 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 it has these things again. This goes back to its its its, its root where it came from. It's a it's a American flag costume. It yep. was the, the character was created in the forties. You know, she's a product of the war. Um, and and of course, back in the forties, the idea of a strong, independent. Uh, kick-ass woman was very, very novel. Nowadays, it's like, you know, well, yeah, let's not get too excited about that because uh, we've had women's live for an awful long time and women are just, we all know that women are just as capable as men at doing whatever they want to do. Um, so the idea of having kind of a costume superhero who's wearing the flag and she's something different, it just it just doesn't, to me, it doesn't work so much anymore. I agree with you, Tim. I, th- I think she's she's quite uninteresting. But yet, with all that, and I totally agree with you, how come then Captain America still works extremely well? Um, iconic. That's the only thing I can think of. Well, I, so would Wonder Woman, though. Yeah, but she she never really hit the the, the the popularity levels that like a Batman or a Superman. I think it's also that um, they've been Cap- pretty careful with the Captain America mythos in that he's not pro-American as far as American policies and stuff like that. He's pro-American as far as the American the dream, 
Yeah. Well, the the people that make up the country. and the idea. Well, that's the idea of America. Yes. Uh, yeah, and, and not only that, but Captain America's origin story. He was he was a product of the war. Yes. So it, it kind of works because you know if you think about it, I mean, Captain America is kind of an analog for the Manhattan Project. He, you know, he was a super soldier created to kill the Nazis and yep. to to win the war, just like the Manhattan Project was a super weapon created to win the war. Well, but it was, and, he was also supposed to be an inspiration for those at home absolutely. as well but as I, soldiers. I, I think what they were shooting for was an allegory be, behind, you know, America's scientific supremacy yep. also being an inspiration. And look what happened post-war with the nuclear age and the Cold War and all of that. They, all the, you know, America became very defined by its nuclear capability. Um, and I think, I think Captain America kind of, uh, kind of riffs on that, and it and it works because it's a product of the war. And even the the new movie that they're talking about coming out with is actually going to go back and show you his origins from the war, and he'll have the more traditional kind of soldier like costume rather than the um, the one piece that he that he's been wearing nowadays and that sort of thing. Well, yeah, they're doing more of an you know, ultimate Captain America. Yeah, I was going to say I yeah. liked I liked his outfit in World War II. Absolutely, yeah, because because yeah, because it, it, it made really, more sense. Absolutely, yeah. now. The difference between him and, and Wonder Woman, who came out the same concept, she, I mean, she's obviously she's kind of like a female version of him, is that rather than her being created and, and having that, she just kind of appeared. They, the, her origin story is she comes from the Amazons who lived, you know, uh, lived in a in a women only world. It it doesn't have any of the gravitas that, that wasn't, wasn't she had. like wasn't she like a, a lump of clay that the gods breathed, breathed life into or some kind of nonsense? Uh, who like? cares? It's such a boring character. So I mean, why are we going on about it? Yeah, just because we had no topic today, and we gotta we gotta fill uh, some time. And and let's be honest, this show is about what just stuff yeah. that comes to mind that we want to talk right. about. Absolutely. Um, All right. Well, here's something we can talk about, and we're staying on the superhero theme. You guys ready for Kick Ass? Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, I uh, I wasn't excited about it at all, to be quite honest. And then I went and read the entire series. And I have to say, I'm kind of excited about it now. the The comic book was a lot better than I thought it was going to be, and it looks like they're really following along with the storyline. So, it could be pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I saw I, the trailer for it, and it, I just love the part where you know you've got the guy up on top. This isn't a trailer, so there's no spoilers. The guy's on top of the, of this like really really super tall building, and he's he's stretching out his arms with his wings, and and everyone down on the ground is like, ooh ah. And then he he just like leaps off the building, and he's doing this dive, and you're thinking, okay, he's gonna pull up, and it's gonna be super cool. And instead, he just like plows right into a cab. <laughs> yeah, death. I, I think I think <laughs> that's the only not thing me. That's, yeah, the only thing that's gonna play for um the play against Kickass is again. I said before about about the trailer for um, for the the the, the, the art of lying. Or, or um, uh, the difficulty with it is, I think it's the trailer is kind of not giving the whole story of the film away, and I think a lot of people are going to be a bit surprised when they actually go and see it. Well, especially if they make it as brutal as the comic book, and I exactly. I can't imagine they are. In fact, I know they're not because they show him getting done uh, beating some guys up, and he looks up and he's my name's Kickass, and that's not what happened in the comic book. No, and and already there's controversy brewing over um, um, what's she name? What's the girl name? Hit girl. Yeah. And the language she uses because the actress who plays her is 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 only twelve, and she, obviously she's using some very very strong language because that's her character. And already there's there's controversy brewing over that. I I I'm worried that people are going to go and see it expecting something else, and they're then going to there's going to be a backlash against it, I'm which would be a shame. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to it, but it'd be a shame if that happens because um, I think it's going to be pretty good. But that said, I'm not going to see it in the theater. No, no, I'll wait till it comes out on uh, video. It's I, and I'm honestly, I'm like that with most movies now because a movies cost so darn much to see. B, my wife doesn't like to go, and C, the the kids, the older kids, will only go to a few movies. They a lot of the stuff I want to see, they have no interest in seeing. Yeah. So it's just for me. It's just easier. I don't want to sit in a movie theater all by myself like a loser. Or yeah. sorry about that guy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Uh, 
Now, something happened to me this week that, that my wife told me about that, that kind of really got me in terms of uh, growing up. You, you know, obviously, I'm going through the parenthood thing now, and uh-huh. my son is seven. And uh, the, my family are, are away this week. They've gone to a they've gone to a holiday park, and they had a movie theater there. And, and Leanne took Alexander to see the um, Peter Jackson the Lightning Thief movie. Yeah, yeah, and um, she was a little bit. It's a PG, so she was a little bit concerned that it might be a bit much for him, you know. And he apparently—he's seven. seven. Okay. So he apparently he absolutely adored it. I mean, not just in like he enjoyed it; he was like on the edge of his seat. And you know, when when the things were going well for the characters, he was bouncing up and down and getting excited. And he was he was he really really got into it. And she was telling me about this, and and you know, it kind of it kind of warmed my heart really because I thought now there's a whole oh yeah. There's a whole load of movies and cartoons and things that I can now start showing to him and sharing with him that I've not, not been able to do up till now. So well, that's going to be really cool. You know, I uh, the trailers to that movie look really good. And so I thought, well, maybe I'll go check out the books because I know there's like five or six books of the series. So I got the first book. Um, I got about not even quite halfway, and it's so boring. Ugh. And I thought, I could see how this might make a good movie. But I watched the trailers, and the kids in the trailer are like 17, 18 years old. But in the book, they're like 12. Yeah. And it's told in first person. Now, usually I like first person stories if they're done well. This is not done well at all. I think the source material is absolute garbage. It really is. It's not well written. That's why they changed it? Uh, Yeah, they have to. I mean,. Well, they, I mean, they've, they've turned it into, effectively into kind of a Harry Potter style. In fact, the the trailer is very reminiscent of the Harry Potter movies. Even, well, the even books the are they use and yeah, and all of that is is very similar. The books are very similar, except it's just boring. It's just it's so dull. Now, even when something happens, well, say what you really mean. <laughs> I I wanted to like this. I spent money for this book. I don't I don't buy books with the. Intention of thinking, well, it it might suck, but, you know, I'll give it a shot anyways. When I buy a book, I expect that I'm going to be somewhat entertained. Um, this book sucked. It's just horrible. I mean, really, and I, don't get me wrong, I'm a published author, but I can't write this well, okay? Um, really crappy writing. And I know that's not quite the way you should say that, but uh, just really poor, just... Streams of thought almost. It's, I'm reading it going, this is just uh, – I use a idiom that David would use. It's just rubbish. It's just yeah. horrible. And I finally just set it down because I kept reading it thinking, yeah, I spent $8 for this. I finally set it down. You, you know what? My time is worth more. This is just crap. I'm not going to spend another minute reading this trying to enjoy it so I can – Maybe Get enjoy the, the movie. I, I bet yeah. the movie is ten times as better as the book. It'd have to be. It's just horrible. So, anyways. Mm-hmm. So, what do you guys got coming up on the MyMac.com podcast? Well, we we obviously we spent some time talking about the show last week, and um, you know I think we're going to try and mix it up a bit over the next few weeks. Yeah, the show, yeah. The shows I've, shows we've done this week of um, there's a couple of interviews. We have a listener invite interview with uh, with uh, Gary Malpass, who's who's based here in the UK and is on the For Mac Eyes Only podcast. Uh, and also, I had a chat with Owen Rubin, and we talked about the Apple Newton. Oh, really? Uh, and uh, and kind of how. You know, we both came to the conclusion after talking through the capabilities of the of the Newton line that that kind of Apple learned an awful lot uh, that that has ended up in the iPhone and iPad teams. So, um, so that that was an interesting conversation as well. So, uh, I think what you know, we're going to as I say, we're going to try and mix it up, and and I certainly would like to do more interviews and speak to more people uh, going forward, and uh, and we'll see how it goes. I'll put this out there. Uh, you know, we're we're producing a lot of different shows now. We also have the My Phototech podcast. So if you're into digital photography from either the software side or actually taking the pictures, uh, Sandro puts that out there, and you can find a link to that up on MyMac.com. Yeah, he we, speaks well, too. And he, well, he's doing an audio podcast. I would hope so. Yeah. And my name is yeah, – it doesn't sound like that, so Chris that's Brown. good. Sam Levin has uh, picked up his cool Mac pics. He kind of stopped back in November, um, but he's really got into the swing of it now, and, and he's rocking those out. And, of course, we have uh, a somewhat new – It's I think there's only three episodes so far called uh, Your Own Victory Garden. Yep, a gardening podcast. Isn't that weird? 
But you know what? Mm. It's actually pretty good. I'm not into gardening. Um, I listen to it because I'm producing it for him, for Greg. But there's a lot of people who likes gardening. And if that's your thing, check it out. You'll find a link to that at MyMac.com as well. And before we wrap it up, we do want to put this out there. MyMac.com is in search of new writers. We have some major plans for uh, the domain, MyMac.com. If you like the current design of the site, you might want to take a picture because it's going to change. Yeah. It's going to change quite drastically here in the very near future. So if you're either a writer wanting to uh, get your start into writing about Macs, either product reviews, how-to articles, opinion, um, we're looking for everything. Or this is the time we jump this in. Is, this is the time. Or if you are a web designer or a back-end specialist, that sounded bad, didn't it? Um, <laughs> it fits in with our earlier conversation. Yeah, we'd love to talk to you about that as well. Uh, you could send feedback to, appropriately enough, feedback at MyMac.com. Now, you can do that about writing for the MyMac website, uh, about the content that we're talking about here on the Geekiest Show Ever, um, whatever you ha- whatever it happens to be. In, in fact, Guy and Dave would probably love to hear from you uh, about feedback about MyMac.com's podcast. Always. Yeah. Yep. You guys are approaching what is – you guys are coming up on 300 here pretty soon. Well, yeah. yeah, it'll be sometime later. I'm guessing probably in the summer sometime. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I might have to be a special guest on that one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll, certainly have to, we'll certainly have to push the boats out and do something special. Yeah, absolutely. And, and what, we'll do, what we'll do is we'll get David over to the Grand Rapids Apple Store. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that would be a great <laughs> be time a, for him. <laughs> yeah, given, given the... Um, Given the reaction to my family for just having a week off in San Francisco, I don't see that happening. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> and if you guys want to we'll hear me up. on any podcast other than Geekiest Show ever, you can find me. Uh, go up to OWCRadio.com, and that's where I'm doing it. Now, that's my day job. So, you you know, don't go, don't go there thinking, oh, i got to listen to Tim and his new stuff. Well, I'd appreciate it if you did, but just know that um, OWC Radio is my paying job. Geekiest show ever is not. This is just for shits just for and fun. giggles. Because on the other show, I can't say shits and giggles. I can just say giggles. Um, it's it, This is a fun show for me, guys. This is the one show that I can just... Relax. Relax and, and riff on any subject under the sun. And we understand that some of you have been missing the show. We haven't been as regular with this show as we would like to be. We're a, a week late this time. We were a month behind on the last episode. That is not going to stay the norm. It's just that time of the year. We had Macworld and we had the holidays. All that stuff is behind us now. Yep. So we should be back on a regular schedule. In fact, aren't we recording this show um, a week early? Well, just because we missed uh, we, we missed the one we were going to do last week. But my yeah. question is then, are we going to do another Geekiest show next week? We'll yeah, why not? Well, we'll have to when we have to do two MyMax next week. Otherwise, we're going to be behind. Well, no, just one, because you've you've got the one that you did with Owen for this week, right? Yeah, and you did their listener special. No, well, I'm not sure whether I'll get full two shows out of the uh, out of the thing. We we can figure it out. Yeah, and, until I've actually put everything together, I'm not sure how much I'm going. I might not have quite enough material for two shows. Oh, we'll figure it out. But hopefully, we're not going to miss. Um any more episodes of Geekiest Show ever. No, I definitely don't want to do that. Uh, if you're a company and you want to sponsor this podcast, um, you might want to have your head examined. <laughs> <laughs> but we'd happily promote it here on the podcast to all four of our listeners. And yeah. uh, if you are a listener and you want to send us feedback, again, feedback at MyMac.com. We're looking for comments about you know what we should talk about, what you think of the show. Maybe you want to come on and geek out with us. Uh, we yeah. did, when I was on the MyMac podcast, we started the listener invite. That's something that we could kind of continue here in some fashion. We don't want to make it a regular thing. We don't want to make it every other show we're going to have a, a listener invite. But occasionally, uh, it might be kind of cool to bring someone else in. We've done it in the past. We've had Chad yeah. Perry. We've had Owen Rubin. So we've had we, different we people. Almost, we almost had a guest tonight. Uh, yeah, Oops. well, no, not really. Um <laughs> I mean, she's she's. I like talking to her, but I don't want her on the show. <gasps> I just, eh, it would change the dynamic, and I don't think it would work. Okay. So, yeah. if you're interested at all in coming on geekiest show ever and geeking out with us sometime, 
hey, let us know. We'll, we'll get it scheduled. I bet, you know, if, if a thousand of you do that, well, it can't be. There's only four people listening. So if all four of you want to do it. <laughs> we, we could probably accommodate. We could probably on one show, actually. Yeah. Um, the uh, geekiest one, show ever. Yeah. You know, you know, it would be kind one of cool, final request. Uh-huh. One final request. Is there anybody out there who's a scientist and is developing kind of any kind of cool weapons and they need just some ordinary guys to try them out, yeah. maybe save the world, then uh, we're available. You yeah. know, even if, it, even if it means rewriting DNA or um, bolting extra bits to our bodies or um, kind of making packs with supernatural creatures, we're probably down with that. Yeah. Well, so, yeah, but uh, we, we, we are, we are going to want time and a half for overtime. Well, obviously, but I think that goes yeah. without saying, doesn't it? Here's yeah. an idea, guys, and it kind of expands upon the listener invite idea. What if... If someone wanted to do a podcast like this, but only once, what if, and they had somebody to do it with, not necessarily coming on the show with us, but what if a listener wanted to do their own little mini geekiest show ever just one time with a friend of theirs, record it and send it in to us, and we can include it on one of our episodes. It'd have to be less than a half hour. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm I, if the listeners, all four of them – or anything like me and you guys, you start these conversations with your geeky buddies. And, and there's – God knows what. Oh, God, and it can last yeah. for a half hour, sometimes even more. But you don't have anyone to share it with. And when you're done talking about it, you think, you know, that would have been cool to record. I bet other people would enjoy hearing that. And, and if there are anything wrong. Is there, is there anything like geeks like us? Then they'll be listening to what we're saying and saying, God, and arguing you guys with us. Just, just, just don't know what oh, you're talking God. about. So well, why do I still listen to the show? Come on the show, yeah. And do, come do up a with kind of prize. And heaven forbid you do the show, you send a segment in as an MP3 and we use it, and everyone likes your segment so much better, we end up turning the show over to you guys. <laughs> well, that would suck. Yeah, that would kind of suck for us, wouldn't it? Now, we'd, we'd start a geeky show. Almost ever for them. Almost ever. Almost, yeah. Well, we well, should come up with some kind of prize if anybody actually does it. Uh, we'll use the famous Marvel No Prize. Ooh, boy. I've, I've got a lot of those. Me too. So with that, we're going to wrap up this episode, and uh, we'll be back in either one week or two weeks, or and I'll let David and Guy figure out what they're doing over there at the uh, MyMac.com podcast. I'll just be here whenever they want to do the next Geekiest show. But if it's like three weeks away, it's not my fault. It's their fault. They can't get their stuff together. I get blamed for everything I do. (laughs) So for David and Guy, I am Tim, and see you later.